This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Just be patient, and I know I stink. Everyone tells me I stink. Yeah, you're the worst. I am the worst. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. I tell you, I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Inside the 15, see you later. Two plays and a touchdown. Everything happening in the sports world. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch, stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. And even some things not happening in the sports world. It's always you asking Steve if he's done things, and he says no. It's always him saying, no, I don't know what that is. I don't do that. No, no, no. He said, why don't you ask him some things that he does know? Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. He's got his Tiger Woods bullpup golf shirt on today. He is feeling good. He is rejuvenated. Mr. Steve Sell, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Steve, it's a good day, it isn't is a, it? It's a good day. Doesn't it feel like it's a new day? Didn't you wake up and the birds were chirping in, in a nice little perfect tone? I was. They, they I, were feeling good. The sun came up in the I, right I direction. Felt like I had a purpose today. There was a nice little breeze that rolled through your window and no. and whisked its way underneath your nostrils and awoke you from a slumber. And that you woke up feeling recharged, refreshed, and renewed. Didn't you feel that way? I didn't uh, get all that. Uh, it wasn't all of that. It wasn't. You all just that. woke up when the alarm clock went off and got in the shower. That's right. But uh, no, it, today's always an exciting day. It's the official kickoff of. High school sports That's right. around Kansas. The first day that Keisha allows you to practice. Of course, Mother Nature uh, didn't exactly help today for those sports that are outside. It's very hot. Other, I guess we should say volleyball is the only one that gets help. But um, yeah, as long it, as they have the air conditioning on, they'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure Coach Doyle she'll she'll have uh, she'll have. Unless Coach Doyle wants to get her team in shape and decides and just says, to turn off the air conditioning, right. I don't. I don't think she'd do that because I think her daughter'd probably complain. But uh, anyway, um, no, it's it's exciting. Uh, you know, I had several. I posted several stories today, kind of you know put together some tidbits. Uh, Canton Galva being picked number one in eight man division one. That's right. McPherson High number two in class four A. Uh, just got a lot of little bits and pieces up on the on the uh, website today. I want to talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing today as well as the coverage at Mid-Kansas Online. Where we'll be, what all's going on. It's the first day of high school sports as they are finally allowed to practice today. Steve, do you remember that we didn't have a show on Friday? I was reminded many times over, people want to know what was going on, that we didn't have a show on Friday. So. Well, we're both alive. Yeah. We have both made it. Yeah. I went up to Kansas City. That's right. Went to Royals Affiliates Day. Yes, sir. Because we are an affiliate on the Royals Radio Network. Yes, we are. And they put on a really good event for all of the affiliates. We enjoyed our day on Friday afternoon. Good food. There was some pretty good food. Is that right? Pat Strothman there? No, he was not there. The okay. Rocking M crew up in Salina, they bailed out because they thought it was going to be very rainy yeah. and very stormy, yeah. which it was not during the game. It just was a little bit later after any, the game. Any of your other... Uh, 
broadcast buddies up there? There were really no other people that I knew very well. There were there was a little bit of representation from Great Plains Media okay. in Lawrence, where I used to work. Okay. I don't know if there was anybody from Intercom Radio in okay. Kansas City, but th- there were a few people that I knew here and there. What about Brandon Druzinski or whatever? No, no, no. The, the WIBW team was not there. Okay. But it was a good event that they put on. We had a very special guest come and talk to us. Who's that? Whit Merrifield. Two-hit Whit? Two-hit Whit came and go. talked to the group. And Ryan Lefevre kind of emceed the interview, and uh-huh. he was opening up to the question, opening it up to the audience. Yeah. I brought a friend with me. Is that right? Because you didn't want to go. Okay. You didn't want to represent our great station in Kansas City. Well, you know, I don't do banquets, and I don't do... <laughs> and you don't do I Affiliates do, I don't Day. I don't do Affiliates Day. So I had a friend of mine from home... Mm-hmm. Come with me to this. A mighty Olathe East Hawk? He was a not quite as mighty Olathe North Eagle. Okay. But a Baker Wild. Well, if he'd been from Olathe South, you wouldn't have brought him. Oh, no, no, no chance. <laughs> I don't bring people from Olathe South. But Zach was wearing a Whit Merrifield jersey. Ooh. And Whit was there. And they said, we're going to open it up to the audience. And my friend Zach just went ahead and asked Whit a question. There you go. He was asking him all sorts of things. Yeah. Very interrogative. Yeah. And I said, did you think that today you were going to be able to interview Whit Merrifield? And he said, no, I did not. Well, so that was very cool. We got to yeah. talk to Whit. Yeah. All of the Royals broadcasters were there. Okay. Denny Matthews, Steve Fiziok, Steve Stewart. I don't know if producer engineer Don Free was there, but About he's not Joel with the Goldberg. network anymore. Joel Goldberg was not there. Okay. Lefevre was there. Yeah. I think that was it. But it was a good crew. They well, everybody know, Le- was Lefevre, there. Lefevre is to the Royals what Mitch is to the Chiefs. He's kind of the to me. He is the face. Are you sure it's not Denny? I still think, right now, I think Lefevre's the face. Okay. And I love Denny, though. I, I really do. But I think right now, Ryan Lefevre really... I wish you would have had a chance to talk to him. Well, I'm sure... You could have said, hello, Denny. His good friend Jim LaDuc would have talked to him. That's right. His Jim, very good friend. Jim, personal friend. Jim and Denny, are but, they're, they're friends. But it was a good event. I got to see the Royals win a game. Yeah. They beat Noah Syndergaard in the Mets. Yeah. It I was watched a, it. It was a very fun event. Yeah. I was sitting next to some people from the great state of New Jersey mm-hmm. that happened to be Yankees fans just passing through town. Okay. It was a very interesting night. Yeah. Did I, it, uh, it did rain. Just, it rained momentarily, didn't it? It sprinkled on us for about three minutes in the first inning, and that was it. So pretty pretty fun night. Glad I had the chance to go do that. Also had to had the opportunity to participate in the King Cup. What's that? It's the golf tournament that I play in. Oh, okay. Every summer. Okay. Hosted by Bill Brown, the commissioner of the King Cup. Okay. I took second yesterday. There you go. Even though I had the best overall score. It's sort of a modified Stableford system yeah. where you get different points and That's the longest what we drive That's on That's what this. we played yesterday. And I did not win any of the big holes. How many points did you score? Like 40 or 50. Ooh, that had to be a but there, But there's a bunch of different points. Okay. There's some double holes. There you go. But it, it was a lot of fun. Okay. So a good weekend. But now, Steve, it's time to dive in. Let's I was do it. telling people all weekend that... This is my last real weekend before the grind starts. The grind. As this will be year number seven for me of broadcasting high school sports. I guess for you in terms of broadcasting high school sports, it's like Four. eight. I don't know. I, I'm i trying to think. I wasn't really on the broadcast at first because, uh, uh, you know, Nick was doing the games and I think Randy Flickinger was doing football and Jerry Fithian was doing basketball. I just – Kind of went along for the ride. But you have been now covering high school sports for 43 years? Uh, 44? Let's see. This is 41 in McPherson. I'd say 44. Yeah, okay. 44 years. And 
Boy, have I seen a lot of changes in high school sports in 44 years. But we are at that point today where everything begins. We have been sitting around all summer, and especially the last month, yeah, twiddling our thumbs July, and, and, and Ju- just waiting for this day. The last two weeks of July, the first two weeks of August, they uh, go pretty slow. They're slow. But all of a sudden, it just hits you. I mean, it just all of a sudden, you look, wow, we're getting started. And you know how excited everybody is from Canton to Inman to Lindsberg, the Little River, to Heston, to, uh, who am I leaving out? Mount Ridge, can't yeah. forget, Dridger Nation. Did you say Inman? I said Inman, yeah. yes, yes. So I think we're all clear. Illyria, I think you touched all your Illyria. bases. That's true, everybody in Illyria is very pumped. Yeah. But don't you get this feeling today that there's an excitement, there's a refreshing feeling, oh, that yeah. everything gets going. Yeah. The summer, yeah, it's fun, you get to sit back and relax, but now, our job really begins we start our grind, and I think everybody in this area is pretty excited for what could be a really, really successful fall for a ton of different programs yeah. in this county. In fact, uh, I've, I wrote my column for the Mid-Kansas Sports Magazine that will come out uh, the first week of September, Yeah, and uh, I kind of went teams to watch. It was kind of a long list. I had to kind of really whittle it down because not only do we have a lot of football teams are going to be good, We've got several volleyball teams that look strong in the area. Tennis. We got tennis that looks strong. Soccer looks strong. Uh, we got some cross country. I mean, I know at Canton Galva, they've got a runner. Inman's got a runner. Both are expected to be big time, you know, state contenders. So we have got some really exciting sports. You know, today I wrote, I posted a story that McPherson was picked to win the Division Three in volleyball, which comes as no surprise because they've basically owned it. Other than, you know, Circle, I think, had one good year in there somewhere, and uh, Bueller had one good year. But basically the Bullpups have pretty much ruled Division Three in volleyball. Coach Doyle, you know, she's got the just such an incredible program. This is her 20th year of coaching in the McPherson school system, and I think the last 16 have been at the high school. Well, Steve, you and I had an opportunity on Friday before I left for Kansas City to sit down with McPherson High football coach Jace Pavlovich, right. and we had our first one-on-one real interview with him as the season is somewhat underway right. from that Friday right. to where he knows how many people are going to be there. 93. And 93. I'm, it's a record. That is a ton for a 4A school. It really is. And one of the things I asked him was, does it feel like this year there is a little more attention, there was a little more pressure, because I don't know if, if it's just maybe that there are more outlets that are doing this, but doesn't it feel like people all summer have been talking about the McPherson I football team? It feels like it's just been nonstop talk about this group. Yeah, they really have, and, and, and what's really kind of remarkable about that is look at all the players they lost on offense. Right. I mean, you lose Kyler Hoppus, you lose the bus, Chase Kinneman, you lose the triplets at receiver, Hoover, Wired, Huff. I mean, that's five incredible playmakers. And don't forget three really good offensive linemen, yeah, too. Yeah, three offensive linemen. So basically, what, three starters back on offense? But I, I think it's the offense that's going to take a little time to develop, but I think once they get, they find their stride, they're going to be explosive. The offensive line, I'm real curious when we go out of practice today, there's some dudes. There's yeah. some big dudes. And we got some guys. I'm telling you right now, we have a junior offensive lineman, Jonah Scott. Next year, you're going to see him on everybody's list because Coach Pav said he's, what, 6'2", 254? I might even give him 6'3". Six, 6'3"? Six, three. Six, three. He's getting up there. Well, you got him. He's going to be 
a guy, and by next year, he is really going to be on a lot of recruiters' list. And then Courtney Craig, of course, the cerebral center, you know, the pinwheel of the offense. That's right. His centers, he makes all the line calls and things like that. He's the small guy, and he's over 200 pounds. So, um, you know, Coach Pav, the thing I th- what struck me the most by talking with him, and I wrote this in my column today, is the depth. Yeah. You and I went through position by position, and it's not like there's a position. If somebody gets hurt, it's like big panic. There's an able backup at every position. So depth is going to be one of the real keys of this team this season. We've got lots of things to talk about with Bullpup football and all the other McPherson I sports that are going on this week as practices begin. We'll be out. We'll come back. We'll report to you and tell you what's been going on out at the high school today and for the rest of this week. Steve, let's take a break. Did you watch the Chiefs on Saturday night? Uh, I stayed awake long enough to uh, fall asleep. Okay. Well, we'll talk about what you were awake to see. Okay. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Pre... Let's try that again. Steve... Yes. Preseason game for the Chiefs, preseason game number two. What did you think? That game was the poster child of why there's too many exhibition games. There's way too many preseason games. Way too many preseason games. That game was about, it was like watching paint dry. It really was. I mean, not a lot of scoring. The Chiefs, you know, were so vanilla. Patrick Mahomes was supposed to go about a half. I think you know, I don't even know if he made it a half a quarter. I don't think he, 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 was, he threw five passes. He was a little off. I think they saw that the conditions were wet. They had a delay, a lightning delay. So they, I think they just pulled the plug on that game plan. Now, the defense did play uh, most of the first half, and I I saw some good things on defense. Uh, Frank Clark actually got a couple series in at a couple of uh, pass hurries, I guess you call them. But uh, I like this Juan Thornhill. Yeah. I, th- I think he's got a chance to, to uh, be a real good contributor for him. And uh, – Right now, that game, that was about as much of a throwaway exhibition game as you'll ever see, though. A really weird game. Yeah. Because, obviously, the Steelers did not play their starting quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. Right. Patrick Mahomes played about five plays. Right. Eight plays, not many. Yeah. So, when you have none of the starters in, and then, really, the most vanilla of vanilla you could be on offense, the one bright spot to me that I thought stood out and has continued to impress me Nicole Hardman. Yeah. I think with everything I've read, everything I've watched, is that he is progressing more and more every single day, and that where they thought he would be maybe this year as a rookie is way lower than where he is right now, Yeah, and that he has exceeded what they thought he could be. And you know, the Chiefs are still trying to decide, you know, they've got Tyreek Hill, they've got Sammy Watkins, who as long as he stays healthy, which he won't. But they got to have that number three guy, and right now they don't have Chris Conley anymore. I can't remember where he went to. I think Baltimore or someplace like that, or uh, Indianapolis. But they got to have that number three receiver right now, Demarcus Robinson. But 
Miko Hardman's going to be hard to keep out of the lineup. He's moving into that spot. As long as he can catch the ball. Because we know he's got the speed, but can he catch the ball? And the other thing is, he's so fast. Yeah. Him and Tyreek Hill, you line those two guys up on either side of each other. You have Travis Kelsey in the middle. You throw Sammy Watkins over the middle on a deep post. Yeah. That is a big and fast lineup. You have two big guys, two fast guys. I don't know how you stop that. Yeah. I don't know how you drop a game plan yeah. to stop to be able to stop that speed and that size. And I've been getting this feeling, and you know, I get to be around my Chiefs insiders and the people that really pay attention closely right. to that team right. that I know that 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns was an unbelievable year, but if everybody stays healthy, isn't it not that crazy to think he could do it again? Well, and I think one reason he might be able to do it again is because I have grave concerns about the running game. Carlos Hyde is not showing a whole lot of explosiveness. You know, they picked him up. He's had a real nice career. Uh, He's been in the league like six years, former Ohio State Buckeye. And uh, he has not shown very much explosiveness. We have we have not really even seen Damian Williams, who has been anointed the number one guy. We saw Daryl Williams. Yeah, we saw Daryl Williams, and and they were saying on the air they believe with Darwin Thompson the way he's coming on. Yeah, Daryl Williams may have a hard time making the team this year. Is it that crazy to think Carlos Hyde might not make the well, team? Well, you and I have heard. I think you were the one that told me, and I'd heard that too that Carlos Hyde has just not shown that. You know, he's a plotter. He's not a he's not the guy that's going to ever break 10 and 15 yarders. He's a guy who'll get you, you know, four, five, six yards. But they really haven't even tried to run it very much so far in two preseason games. They have another preseason game coming up on Saturday as they will take on the San Francisco 49ers at home. Steve, do you think they can just listen to us and say, Please do not play Patrick Mahomes for another game. <laughs> I hope. Well, it'll be interesting to see if the 49ers play Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Did you see him practice the other day? He had seven straight passes that were intercepted in practice. It's the same field that he <laughs> broke his leg or tore his ACL yeah. or whatever his injury was last year yeah. against the Chiefs. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. I've got some audio that you need to listen to okay. from over the weekend. Okay. One of your favorite people was calling your favorite sport. Okay. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, did you happen to be paying attention to the Chicago White Sox? and the Los Angeles Angels this weekend. Those are two teams I don't pay much attention to. So you don't watch much of NBC Sports Chicago. You don't no. watch the Los Angeles Angels on whatever TV I, broadcast I, I they I do. I those channels. So your really good friend and a guy that I know you like a lot, Bill Walton. I can take a little Bill bit of... Bill Walton, the greatest sports broadcaster oh, now, in the history of the I world. Can take just a l- I can take him in small portions 
what do you think about a three-and-a-half-hour baseball game oh. when he doesn't know anything about baseball? And I'll bet he was talking about the orbits and the planets and Grateful Dead and you name it. He probably hallucinogenic drugs and probably yeah so he does some college basketball with jason benetti right jason benetti is the chicago white Sox tv broadcaster okay so for some reason they're in la and i don't know how they work this deal out especially since bill walton is an espn man right but they got him to be the guest color analyst for the entire game so here I'll i'll bet that was exhausting here's about a minute of audio of Bill Walton as a baseball color broadcaster. First pitch, contact. Okay, come on, let's rip one out of here right now. Yeah! Oh, oh my, my goodness! Sandoval, greatest defensive play I've seen tonight. Come on, Lucas, here we go. Your uncle's here. The city of Chicago riding on your broad shoulders. Come on. Figure yes! out a way. There's base. We're hit. on our way. That's your guy, Print James the banner. Is that the catcher? It is. I tell you, I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. Eloy Jimenez oh. to right field. Come on, Cal man. Move. Drop it. Drop it. Oh, man. Eloy Jimenez. Eloy. Yeah. Is that a, a knockoff of alloy? Of like putting like all aluminum? The, putting all the powers together of the rare earth minerals? And you just come up with this incredible computer-generated stud for the future? Basically, you've described that man in 74, okay. yeah. Alloy. Alloy. Uh-huh. Oh, that's outside. Good eye, good patience, good discipline. Way to hold back. Don't get suckered in on that nonsense. <laughs> so what'd you think? I think after about an inning, I would have been turning to another station. The best part about it... You could hear the comments a couple of times when the ball would get hit, and he'd go, oh, drop it. (laughs) All of a sudden, he became this big White Sox fan, and he's going, oh, our guys, oh, that's a good hit, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They'd hit a ball in the air, and they'd go, oh, it's gone. I think about two innings of Bill Walton would just about do me in. He did an entire game. Hey, you you know, when he would do KU games in basketball, my sister would turn the sound down. She just couldn't. It was too much for her. See, I love Bill Walton. Yeah, I mean, he's an acquired taste. There's no doubt about it. I have always liked him. I've always thought he was really goofy, but that's just a part of it. Now, if he was the Royals broadcaster every single day, I think I would be worn out. Yeah. But the thing that I like the most about him is that you just get him in doses. Yeah. You get him on maybe a Wednesday night for a Pac-12 basketball game, and he just talks about the Conference of Champions over and over again. UCLA, Cal, USC, Oregon, the Conference of Champions. And you know, you have to remember when Bill Walton was in the uh, college and early in the NBA, he had a terrible stuttering problem. Yeah. He He couldn't even hardly put two sentences together, so... You know, he's just maybe comfortable now, and he's... Probably all that weed helps the stuttering, too. I'm I'm sure Stephen A. would have said, Bill, stay off the weed. (laughs) Stay off the weed. Or the LSD or whatever trip Whatever he's doing. Yeah. All right, Steve, tomorrow on the show, we'll talk a little bit about what we see today as we make our way out to the McPherson Eye fall practices. It's a great day. It's going to be hot. Make sure you stay hydrated. Have you been drinking your water today? I, I have one in my can, and I got a feeling I'm going to be spending a lot of time indoors watching volleyball. Work yeah, that might be a really good day for you to check out the volleyball team. <laughs> yep. 
Also, football, they'll be going out in the, in, in the afternoon. I think cross-country probably ran in the morning. Yeah. Coach Adrian's soccer team is going to be out there. It's a great day, Steve. It, it's a great day to be a high school sports fan. And a high school sports reporter. What would Bill Walton say today is? A holiday. A holiday? What else would he say? I don't know. I'm sure he'd, he'd get the cosmos. Oh, my gosh. He'd get the cosmos in it somehow on planet Neptune or something like that. I'm, I'm sure it just, all lined up to be this exact way. Can you believe it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a time. Yeah. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, the Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.